Thank you for listening to Live, Love, Give, Lead. I'm Brandy. And I'm Devon. And we are two entrepreneurs with a passion for supporting women in their personal and professional lives. So, Rachel Hollis. Yes. Because we had a little break. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is another, this is a continuation. <laughs> this is part two. Yes, part two of um, women in leadership. But anyways, um, the Girl Stop Apologizing book was really mm-hmm. amazing. Just letting you know that stop apologizing for who you are. I mean, she goes into mm-hmm. so many different roles or I shouldn't say roles, so many different areas in that book um, as far as different yeah, I guess roles that women would play in their everyday life, whether it's a mom or it's a manager or a woman entrepreneur. So anyway, it was really a great book. I mm-hmm. highly recommend. I listened listen to it on Audible. Um, but anyway, she just affirms things we already know when you really are a um, kind of resilient leader, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always nice to hear it from another perspective and just, you know, have the support, even though I don't know Rachel personally, to have the support that, oh, yeah, it is okay that, you know, this is what I'm doing mm-hmm. um, and that I do it this way. And there shouldn't be judgment just because I'm a woman. So right. anyways, I know we got off track a little bit, but um, we, ta- we, we were, were talking, talking about, about, yeah, what, how, how do you generate, regenerate the generator, right? When you're yeah. the generator, how do you re- regenerate that um, energy going out? And so, and I think one thing you hit on that was great is sometimes it's not always people. Like you think about your support system should be your family and your friends. But as we were saying earlier, you may not have that in your family or your friends. So I feel like we've found a lot of uh, value and golden nuggets for growth in leadership through books, podcasts, you know, other tools that you use for education. So Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes your support actually comes while you're learning from people you don't even know. Yes. And there's this great um, little group that we joined, Boss Ladies, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And this is exactly what Kelly Hartman, the owner, is trying to do is bring women together Boss Ladies Referral, right? Is Boss the, Ladies Referral crew. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so this is exactly what she's trying to do is bring together women to support one another and also help with um, empowering not just themselves, but also their business, right? right? Generating leads and referrals to their business. So anyways, it's great. So you, you may find it in all different ways. Mm-hmm. Leadership isn't necessarily, and we talk about this, like your personal life is and your business life aren't two different things, right? You're the same person. So however you conduct yourself personally is how you conduct yourself professionally. And I think that's the same with leadership. You know, depending on what your leadership style is, is probably how you converse or, you know, conduct your personal like relationships with friends mm-hmm. or with other moms or other wives or um, people in your church, right? You don't just shut off this leadership over here, mm-hmm. which is why you have to be careful, which is why I should never belong to the PTO or any of that, because mm-hmm. it probably seems like I'm trying to one up everybody when it is innate to be a leader for me. Like I no doubt was born a leader. And so uh, it's hard for me to shut that off. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you were born a leader or that was something that evolved over time? I feel like I was born a leader, but the type of leader I've become has evolved over time. 
So, I, you know, even when I was young. And I probably came, because you're the oldest out of three girls, right? That was kind of like the oh, yeah. first, your first My first role. leadership role. Yes. Yeah. It's true. And I took that very seriously. You know, I can remember telling my sisters everything that they needed to do. Um, I still do. Am I kidding? But yeah, I definitely think, I, I believe that leadership can be taught. Yeah. But a natural born leader is a different breed. It you is. know, um, so I, I think that there are different types of leaders, but that to me, those are two different things. I yes. definitely feel I was born a leader, but it, it took me experience and learning to, you know, really become, I feel like a, a what a more well-rounded leader looks like because some yes. people can be, you know, leaders in certain capacity, which is odd because yes. a natural born leader can't turn it off. But I feel like these other learned leaders can. Yeah. That makes sense. I think that we could probably do some discovery on what those, we could label those different levels of leadership. I agree. What we have currently that everybody would know, kind of a a, um, universal hierarchy, if you will, of Mm -hmm. sorts, is our vice president and president. And I definitely feel like they're equal leadership positions, right? And so I found that even in my leadership roles at the school, I have that support that really makes me the leader that I can be. And I couldn't do her job and she couldn't do my job. Um, But she empowers me to be the best version. And and I take from that as a leader. So it's interesting, you know, I think Mm -hmm. maybe people think when you are in leadership, oh, you have to know it all. But it's really that kind of understanding about the vice president and the president. I, you know, there's a lot of work that goes behind the scene. It reminds me of like a legal assistant too, right? Mm -hmm. Versus an attorney. How much work is done behind the scenes that really supports that primary role? A lot. Um, so I, I think that's something to consider, too, that you can mm-hmm. still be a leader and not be the president or the C- CEO, but you that's are right. very much a leader and you support that president or C- CEO or husband. <laughs> um, and you, you know, you you have an equally important life changing, empowering role, just yeah. as the president or the CEO would have. That's a great. So point. I think there's, there's different levels for sure of leadership. Yeah. I am that man on the front line. I am the one who will take the risk, has the grit, you know, stands up when I'm knocked down 15 times. I am the front man for sure. But if I didn't have the leadership behind me that's supporting me, I definitely couldn't get up as easy. That's for sure. Yeah. And I definitely am. I can play both roles, but I think my preference is the the vice president role. Yeah. I, I love and I thrive there. And I think the vice president has a lot more connection usually with the people, yes. if that makes sense. And the leader is, or the, the president rather, is, you know, that person that's at the forefront, like the statue is how yeah. I picture it, right? Um, and so, yeah, that definitely is my preference. And I feel like that's great because, you know, so many women, I feel like sometimes are in competition with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really when you are secure in your identity and you know who you are, that's a non-issue. And then you can yeah. really thrive in your role as a leader. So, and there isn't, you know, I said hierarchy, but it's not a hierarchy between when you're in that position, when I'm in the four, I'm the front man and I have somebody behind me. So, I mean, just think about any, like the foundation of a house. If you didn't have those support beams, the house would come falling down. So it's not that it's, I'm more important. I just have different attributes that right. make me that front man, frontline yeah. person. Absolutely. So, but not to be confused with any you know, the same with a woman running a household. I think this is so yeah. important. I have a friend um, who, you know, would run her husband's 
business on the back end. So doing all the payroll and doing Mm -hmm. all the accounts payable and receivable. And I don't think he saw the value in that because he was really the one going out and getting all the sales. But I can tell you, and and she also ran her house, right? Making Mm -hmm. sure the kids were taken care of. His business only grew because she was a leader in the in, in her household. Right. He didn't have to worry about a disposal backing up. He didn't have to worry if a washer broke down. He didn't have to worry about if the kids were being fed. And that's very much a leadership role as well. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I definitely want our listeners to understand that there's varying levels of leadership, but um, the actual characteristics of leadership is somebody who empowers are some of those those qualities we talked about earlier and the most important um, mm-hmm. pieces we shared. And I'm sure you have others, other attributes you would want to share, but empowering, leading by example, right? There's yeah. there's all kinds of specific qualities I think you'll find in any leader, whether she's a stay-at-home mom or she's the CEO of Bank of America, right? Or 23andMe um, (laughs) and from 23andMe. And so I think you'll find that there's still across the board the same qualities. Yeah. I had an interesting conversation with a client yesterday and she was talking about, so she's in a leadership position in an automotive company. You actually know her, Kim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So and she's dating a guy that also is in a leadership position at his company. And I I forget what he does, but she was sharing with me that they had to sit down and map out expectations in their relationship. And one of her expectations for him was he she wants him to plan their date nights and, uh, you know, decide where they're going to go and so on, because she's tired of doing it. So we had a conversation about how she's a leader all the time at work. Yeah. And she doesn't want to be that in her relationship. Yeah. And she's like, he feels the same way. He's always leading and making decisions and things like that. And then he just wants to like, just not do that in the relationship. So that was a really interesting dynamic because I, I feel like most leaders, as you were saying, you just naturally take over. You know, I'm the resident party planner in my family. Like I just can't get out of it. It doesn't matter what happens. And when I see something going on, it's like, all right, you can come to my house and I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll do that. And you're definitely the party planner too. Um, But there are some people I think that want to step out of that role. And I kind of question why, you know, is it because I don't know, maybe they're, they're tired of, you know, some of their responsibilities as a leader. And maybe they, though they've, you know, you could be in a leadership position for your job, but maybe you're not an actual leader. You know what I mean? Like you've risen to the top. I might argue with that. I might argue with that. What do you think? Um, Because I feel like I've definitely gone through stages in my life where um, I am tired of always being on. You know, when you're a leader, you're kind of in the spotlight. All the pressure is on you. You know, yes, I am definitely the party planner. I'm just the person that is very organized and can take charge. You know, these are some of my um, leadership qualities. So I just know that I can do it, you know, more efficiently, faster, Mm -hmm. and with quality and excellence. So I just tend to do that, especially if I'm involved in the experience. I want to make sure it's like, well, Done right. do we have dinner <laughs> reservations or all 12 of us are going to stand outside hoping to get a table? I mean, so I tend to, you know, if I'm part of that experience, I want to make sure it's going to be a great experience. Um, but there are times where, and I've never felt, you know, taken advantage of or something like that or sour that I'm always, but it's just really an energy thing. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting being on all the time. I would imagine like celebrities in the limelight. You are on all the time. 
It doesn't matter if you're running to the store, you're running to yoga. Right. I mean, paparazzi snap and you have to be on all the time. So I would imagine that maybe Kim felt the same sometimes. way. Sometimes, it, you know, this just happened. This is, this sounds crazy, but I got a massage and, and I've had massage for 20 years and I got a couple other things done. I get acupuncture and cupping and the massage therapist was not good. And I knew oh, the no. second time and I felt bad because he's a male no one really, when you're a woman, they don't love going to males. So I thought I could see he was struggling to build his business. Well, long story short, um, I just didn't feel like saying, no, Caleb, that isn't, no, that's not feeling good. No, Caleb. Remember I talked about like, <sighs> you need to work on this area and suddenly you're working on an area that I have no concern. Nope, Caleb, you need to get off the chair and actually massage me not being lazy and, you know, give me the full experience. And honestly, I just sat there. And ironically, I want to show this bruise. Look at this what? bruise. Look at for our viewers he that are looking you? at the vlog. He bruised me. Okay. okay that's now, a I had said this is a little too deep. It's a little sore. Okay. Right. So oh my in gosh. that moment, I thought, I am just so tired of leading people. I just want a massage. I just want the massage. Why do well, I see, have to critique him? Doesn't he just know how to do this? But listen, this is the leader in you that's like, can't you just be autonomous and do your job? Yeah, can I just not? Can I just you know? not empower someone today and just zip it? I was not expecting that. Yeah. Oh, my so, I know. If my, my husband has not seen that. He would freak out that another man bruised me. I mean, let's take this out of context. Uh, yeah. That sounds crazy. So that hopefully sounds he never, Hopefully he never watches it. Because <laughs> I, I have not seen him. He's been working late. And so we've kind of just passed by each other. Oh and gosh. so thankfully he has not seen it. But he would freak out. So anyway. That's wild. But I do is, agree with you. Yeah. You're, you're right. Because I I've wanted definitely to relax. I just wanted to relax. Can I just get a moment? Yeah. yeah. Even though you're great at something, it's like you definitely need your downtime. I think women so could, could say this at home all the time because we are planners in nature, right? We're nurturers and we're planners. And I think women could, you know, when we say to our husband, oh, well, what do you feel like eating tonight? Or what do you feel? Yeah, what do you feel like? I mean, there's never an answer. It's like a rhetorical question. Yeah. And so sometimes, and, and my husband will ask me something about like the kids. I'll say, I don't know, figure it out. And because he, I have allowed him to lean in on me so much mm -hmm. for responsibilities at the house, for responsibilities in our financial, uh, our personal finances, and for responsibilities with our children. And now he's become accustomed to that. And it's mm -hmm. exhausting. So I have 14 people at work that rely on me. I have my kids, my family, my 87-year-old grandma, his parents who are older. Mm -hmm. um, I have a brother who's special needs, then I'm his guardian. I have a lot of people that rely on me. So I will back him up and saying, you know what? Sometimes I just don't want to be the one in charge. Yeah. It's not often. It's <laughs> let's not be often. Honest. Yeah, let's, let's be honest. It's not often. But there are definitely times where I'm just like, please. Well, and this is a funny add-on to my story about the client, okay? Because she said, well, we're going out on a date, which he planned on Friday. She said, but I hope he doesn't wear his like golf looking pants. <laughs> Bless you. It was so hysterical yeah. because she's like, well, you know, I, I want him to lead it, but I also want to tell him what to wear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking so classic, actually. Yeah, it is. Because we definitely And do my that. husband has definitely said, Well, I'm not gonna plan something because you're not gonna like it anyway. You right. know what I mean? Right. And I used to say that with my grandma. She was like a clean fanatic. And I'd think, 
well, why bother to clean for you? Because you're just going to redo it anyway. So now mm-hmm. I've wasted my time. So we actually hired her a cleaning lady because one, I don't have the time. And two, it's never met her satisfaction. So, <laughs> um, so I think there is a pitfall there, but yeah. anyways, to get back on track. Yeah. And I think what we've been discussing really is some of the challenges as a leader, yes. like the moments when you just want to turn it off yes. for a minute yes. because you have to lead all the time and be on all the time. But what other challenges do you think there are? Um, as far as leading as like being as a, woman a woman leadership, yeah. I definitely think there, you know, I had lots of issues, um, with our old landlord. I shouldn't say lots of issues, but it was so classic. And, and I know that, um, women being empowered and lifted and supported, you know, publicly, mm-hmm. um, so maybe some of our society thinks that we've really gotten to this place where we understand that women don't just have this, um, specific role of being moms and wives. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the love of God. There are still many, many challenges mm-hmm. um, as far as women in, in leadership and women in charge. Because with the, the last landlord I, landlord I had, um, there was constantly this, you know, there was two brothers. Mm-hmm. And, the, and they would play good cop, bad cop. And they don't think I knew their little scam, right, and what they would do. Mm-hmm. But anyways, and, and really poor leadership just in general, doesn't even matter that they were men, just how they led was really, really poor. Um, and, and I don't know that they were like, well, we're landlords, we're not leaders, but they were business owners. So I feel mm-hmm. like there's an expectation of, you know, what leadership should look like when you're a business owner. Sure. Um, but anyway, they, there was an issue with putting a new sign outside and I'll make the oh, story yeah. quick. Um, but it was really expensive and we just had a little vinyl, you know, whatever the size was, I don't know, four feet by six feet. And it was $3,000. And I thought, well, vinyl can't cost that much. So I started doing some research and then I contacted the company. And ironically, I found out that they were having the entire sign replaced, which was like $20,000. And they tried to tack on some of their bill onto me. And so when I, you know, approached them about this, of course, it was a conflict. And then I was told, you're a pit bull. You're like, your approach is a pit bull. And I thought, well, yeah, because I got to fight for my life over here because I don't have the same respect as the other male tenants because no one else had that additional bill tacked on to their signs. So, and I found this often with them. I mean, there was always, and then just coming in, you know, we, we had a space um, where there wasn't a lobby per se, you could just walk right in kind of to the business, you know, when we had the, mm-hmm. the academy there yes. and they would just come in and out whenever they felt we'd be oh, teaching yeah. class and they just bust right in. And I thought, Hmm, so the other attorneys and accountants that are in this building, would you just bust into their office when they had a client sitting there? I'm pretty sure you Not wouldn't. Exactly. Um, and that so, was so we, disrespectful. It was so disrespectful. And we would we would constantly like remind them we are a respectable business. We run a school and we can't have like this in and out and coming when you want. And, and there was just no line of respect. And I really believe I can't help it. But I really believe it was because I was a woman um, because all the other men, there was no other tenants in there that were women. It was mm-hmm. all men. Um, and so I just felt like it was really, um, sad that they hadn't evolved, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as women in leadership and women in charge and women business owners. Mm -hmm. And they were, you know, the, the one gentleman was older. So I felt like he definitely had that. Um, and his mom, his wife was a stay at home mom for, you know, 30 or 40 years. So he had this, um, idea of what a woman in a woman should be. And mm-hmm. it was definitely not in my position. So um, that is a huge challenge. It is. And, and also, you know, again, when we say turning it off, you know, I don't, I have issues sometimes in my marriage because I am that leader. I am that, you know, 
I don't take charge. If I want something done and my husband didn't do it, I'll just hire somebody to do it Mm -hmm. because I am that person that gets things done. I take initiative. That's part of having a good quality of being a leader, right? Yeah. Leadership quality. So anyways, um, that can also be challenging because, Mm -hmm. and like I said, with the PTO, you know, people don't understand. It's really hard to shut it off. And so I'm never trying to go in a room and I, you know, I, I, um, went to a pool party once for my kids. And I think Brandy knows the story, (laughs) but they, uh, this, you know, everybody was like taken back by, Hey, how are you? I'm just confident. And like, hi, I'm Devon. I'm, you know, Cristiano's mom. And, and they were taken back because they were also leaders and they hadn't kind of met their match before. Um, (laughs) And so it it left for an interesting dynamic. And then there was a little bit of gossip that later came back to me and it was like, yeah, we didn't know how to take you at first. We really like you now, but we didn't know how to take you. What does that mean? So I think that was, you know, my leadership, you know, I was kind of not controlling the party, but helping to contribute. And um, I definitely know my place. I mean, there's no doubt I don't walk into somebody's party or somebody's house and decide, you know, take over and tell them how it's going to be run. But I take initiative for sure, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. If there was kids swimming in the pool, I'm like, oh, I'll be going and be the lifeguard. You know what I mean? Um, I just take initiative. So Mm -hmm. I think that's intimidating for women. And that's Mm -hmm. also another challenge is. Um, it's really hard. And I, I know many women have said, oh, I have way more guy friends than I do girls. And I think because there Very isn't true. that judgment, that support is unconditional in some circumstances. I know with men, it can be challenging because we sometimes pose a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, um, and that's, you know, that's a whole nother episode, if you will. But um, I think that the reason for that is because we don't always find that unconditional support within women. There's this sudden competition or sudden judgment. I even had a close friend say, I don't understand why she doesn't want to just stay home and take care of her kids. You know, instead of supporting all I've accomplished and all that I've worked so hard for, it was like, oh, she's going to categorize me as she wants. And Mm -hmm. so... I definitely think another big challenge is is having women that support you um, unconditionally yeah. um, and without competition. That mm-hmm. is a, a huge challenge. And I've been lucky enough in my life to have a few women, um, Brandy being one of them, who truly support and, and care about me unconditionally and know that my leadership qualities, as much as they love all the good things, they also accept the bad things. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying that you know, you're a bad person or you're a, you know, don't take this out of context listeners, but definitely that sometimes we have poor qualities as a leader or that, that idea of not being able to shut it off. Right. Right. Um, And so, you know, I'm lucky enough to have somebody that support two girls that support that both sides. And, and I'm, which is why now I feel compelled to give back, right. Right. And be that person that you and Christina were for me and still are for me for other people. Because, Absolutely. yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, and as, as a woman being getting older, it's not as easy to find those connections or those relationships. I, yeah. I know now, I just said this to my husband, I sit down at soccer and I don't fit in with any of them, the moms or the dads. I don't know what it is. Although I'm super competitive in nature, I, um, I, le- I parent differently and I also, I don't love the game. Like mm-hmm. I love it for my son and I love the competition and I'll get, you know, screaming and yelling, but I didn't grow up loving soccer and, and it wasn't a part of my life. So there's a huge disconnect. And so the other day I tried to force myself into a conversation, <laughs> which was terrible because again, being a leader. So the dads were talking about, um, how one of the sons didn't, you know, had a bad day and he didn't want to come. And then 
you know, I was just listening to the conversation. And then the last um, comment was that, well, maybe we're just taking all the fun out of it. And here's Devon. She's got to chime in and say, (laughs) well, don't you think that they just want to make their own choices sometimes? Mm-hmm. This is me, you know, taking it to the next level when they're just having a little side conversation, not really deep in meaning. And I have to take, and Take-y-dee. they looked at me like I was an alien. <laughs> and I said to my husband, I'm never, I'm not talking anymore at soccer because I tried to interject because I probably look like maybe I think I'm, you know, bougie or too good for them or, and that's not it at all. I don't know how to jump into the conversations without feeling awkward. Because yeah. um, I'm definitely at, you know, a different place. And a lot of that has to do with leadership. I just take charge. So that blew up in my face. And it was just like, I'm never talking again. I'm never talking again at soccer. <laughs> well, I think this is why as women, though, we search for other outlets, you know, to find people that we can connect with. So even for if sure. you can't connect with the soccer moms yeah. or you can't connect with whomever, yeah. um, it's like, that's why like the networking groups, you know, women networking groups yes. that we were talking about are so huge because it's a group of women that all have the same thought in mind. Like we're in leadership or we're we're in business. And guess what? I want to meet other people that are like me. So I think yeah. that that's something great. I mean, it's kind of you have popular to. over the last Because I'm getting more years. and more socially awkward. Yeah. The, the more I develop. <laughs> I too. Yeah. The more I develop and evolve myself, it's like if I'm not with people that are like-minded, I really sound like a nut. And I, I feel the same. And soccer solidified that. When I look, when I look, they were looking at me like I was insane. I was like, oh yeah, I just need to stop trying to fit in. Well, um, and I'm always running around. Remember I told you I went to visit my family and was telling them all about the book we're yeah. reading, Atomic Habits. And I'm going off, I'm always going off about, you know, what new thing I've learned and how I really, it's because I want to help elevate. Yeah, I know. Uh, people in general, but Sometimes women Sometimes it's misunderstood though. It is. And so, you know, I'm saying like, oh, you need to do this, change your habits and change this and do that. And yeah. So anyways, I was looked at really crazy by my family members. Like, okay, we get it. We need to change our lives. Okay. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. But interesting enough, you share with me that their preacher, their their pastor at their church, all of a sudden is doing sermons on atomic habits. That was acceptable. It was insane to me. I literally, like I told you, got text messages saying, you'll never believe what church was about. I'm like, what? Atomic habits. And of course, I'm just like, I, I did have to do a little dig. You know, yeah. like, I told you so. Yeah. But it's, you know, sometimes you just, you can't win. Yeah, and I don't know people. that it was just being a woman um, or a daughter or a sister, but it was definitely being a leader. And yeah, I'm just not, you know. And people that don't want to evolve will really, really dislike your qualities. That's true. I would say let's end with like a really powerful takeaway. What would yeah. you my powerful takeaway for the listeners would be that when don't allow the um, absence of support or connection with people to change your purpose of being a leader. Um, because they really will almost, you'll be like a repellent or kryptonite, right? Mm -hmm. And and I'm going through this with a friend of mine who's, you know, I'm just trying to raise her up and she's gotten a divorce and she's allowing the divorce to define her. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not allowing her to settle for that. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's challenging. So don't allow that to deter you from being the best leader you can be. I'm not saying you need to be rude and and act like a dictator, but I am sure if you're really onto something like Brandy and I feel, there is definitely, a lot of people that have stepped away um, because they cannot connect 
and and really believe in the things, the empowerment that we're we're trying to instill in them. Right? Yeah, and and I think sometimes because they can't see the vision of where they can rise to. So that was yeah. a really great takeaway. Yeah. So give give our um, listeners another great takeaway, and then we will see them next time. I know. So exciting. Uh, so I think one big takeaway that I would like every listener to leave with is realizing that in whatever capacity or roles you play in, that's A, not your identity, and you can be a leader in your own right. I think it's so important to realize um as we were talking about, there can be different types of leaders and uh, different forms of leadership, but knowing and, and being comfortable in, in your position as a leader and knowing you don't have to be maybe the, the forefront person or the you know frontline man, but knowing uh, your value as a leader in the role that you, roles that you play, I think is really something I'd want people to take away. Yeah. Okay, I think great. that confidence in, in your leadership role is really important. Yeah. So cheers to women in leadership. Yay. Put on your battle, your gear, your, your ironclad iron <laughs> suit of armor, because it is brutal it's out a fight. there. It's a fight. There's no doubt. And just keep fighting the fight and developing your skills and be the best leader you can be to empower those around you. That's right. Okay. Live, love, and give, and, and lead. lead. All right. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes. And don't forget to visit our website for your free download on how to discover your true identity at livelovegivelead.com. Of course, you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, live your best life, love unconditionally, give generously, and lead by example.